leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. And former Proteus batsman Alvira Peterson joins us on the line just to get his thoughts and his impressions on that first test. Alvira, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Good evening, Teresa. It's always good to chat to you guys. Good evening to the listeners as well. Thanks, Alvira. Firstly, the convener of selectors, Victor Pinzag and Grimsmith, had said before the tour that it's crucial. This is where the Proteas need to start producing their results. Would you agree? Because you've always stated that rebuilding can't be used as an excuse anymore. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. You know, um, I think in the last 18 months or so, the Proteas haven't really performed as they should, um, you know, given all the resources, etc. But it's good to get back on track. And I think this result against West Indies in the first test match would somehow give them confidence to, to really go on and win the series. And before the first test, both teams did agree that bowling will be key in, in this series. Can we say it was proven right in this first test? Yeah, it, uh, you know, it was, it, was, um, it was right. However, in test cricket, it, it's also about batting. You know, you need yeah. to score runs, you need to score hundreds, etc. And what we've seen in, in the last couple of years, it's almost like T20 cricket accelerated the pace of cricket. Mm. However, to the detriment of technique. And, and all over the world at the moment, if you look at all the test matches, we see players that really lack the skill, the technique and the temperament for, for test cricket. And possibly because of, uh, you know, the advent of um, 2020 cricket. However, I would like to see the Proteas in terms of the batters, really go back to old-school cricket where they back time, back session, and make sure they score hundreds and big hundreds. Yeah, and, and I was about to ask the West Indies, maybe you've touched on that, because they just didn't seem to apply themselves with a bet, even though they elected to bet first, but this is not something new from them. And you're saying maybe the influence of T20 cricket is now coming into play with some of the short selection. Well, I can tell you what, you, you reap what you sow, and, and a lot of ta- um, countries haven't really prioritized first-class cricket. Mm. And, and West Indies in particular, they've put a big emphasis on T20 cricket and, and you know, the Caribbean T20 League, etc., and getting their players into all these T20 leagues. And it's to the, to the detriment of their cricket because you, you then start playing test cricket your players are not accustomed to the skill, the technique, and the temperament of what's required at that level. And you find yourself in this situation where you get bowled out for under 100. You know, so um, it's really a case of you reap what you sow. And, and I think it's important that from a West Indies point of view, if they want test cricket, their test cricket to improve, it's important that they improve their first-class cricket. Similarly to a South African context, mm. South Africa must make sure that the first-class cricket is really good. You put an emphasis on it, you put a price on it, and make sure that the batters coming into the test side have got the skills that meet in the temperament where you effectively play the ball, like let the ball come to you, uh, whereas T20 cricket is actually going at the ball. Um, and, you know, there's less movement. The red ball cricket and test cricket, just if the, bo- if the ball moves slightly, you must be able to withstand that, and that's where technique comes in. I don't think there's a lot of emphasis on technique, or our coaches are just not qualified to coach technique. Yeah, and just looking at the Proteus team, especially the betting lineup and the order, Alviru. I mean, Keegan Peterson came in that place, left by Faf. He made a 19 runs. Calvarena replaced the injured Temba Bavuma. He looked like he was playing T20 cricket because he was smashing everything that came to him. He was out for six. Um, they betted at three and five in between Rassi. Very crucial positions for newcomers. What did you make of that? I think you know, in terms of. Uh, Verena and Peterson having having scored a lot of runs at, at first class cricket, that they effectively 
Um, you know, they were rewarded for their performances, which is great. But you can't just give them one opportunity. And yes, when Kemba comes back, one of them will probably fall out. But it's important that you, you identify players, give them a run in the team, or they know exactly where they're sitting. And also from, from, from that point of view, if players get into the team, you have to make use of that opportunity because sometimes opportunity will only arise once or twice and you have to make use of it, you know. Um, so, so it's a combination of, firstly, from a selection and management point of view, giving guys an opportunity. But secondly, the players taking uh, responsibility and accountability for their performance. Let me just play a quick voice note here. Uh, good evening, Tabi and good evening to uh, Mr. Peterson Libra here. I've just got uh, one comment to make. And that comment for me is that uh, Quinton de Kock is one of the best wicket keepers of all time, one of the greatest wicket keepers of all time. And uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Um, I'm hoping that uh, the next game, uh, Vian Mulder will be consistent in terms of his line and lens and trying to make sure that uh, he also takes some wickets. Thank you very much, uh, Tabis. Libra here. Okay, thanks, Libra. I don't know if you just mean wicket keeper, wicket keeper batsman, but he was the star with the bat, Alvira. It was interesting how he paced his innings, accelerated when he had to. What can we read from his 140, does it? And he talked back to about applying yourself at the crease. Yeah, well, that's what it's about. You know, if you if, if you bat for long enough, you'll, you'll score the runs. And um, I think he's done that. But also, I think crucially for Quinton is that He's almost like unshackled himself from the leadership position. He can only now focus on wicket-keeping in the field mm. and batting when it's batting time. So I think that seems to work well for Quinton. Um, and also, I mean, he's, in terms of his, his technique and the way he plays, we know that he's one of those batters that if, if it's time to accelerate, he can do that. But also if it's time to really play within himself, which at times he finds difficult, he can do that, you know. And um, I think in in terms of his position that he's that is at, I think that's probably a good position for him. I know that a lot of people said no, he needs to go to four, but I think the um, in the in the top four positions, I think Kemba Bazuma needs to 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 really get into into that as a pure batsman mm. and really trying to make a mark there. But but Quentin, I think Quentin is perfect down the order. I mean, almost complement that. Um, it's almost like a bridge between the top order and the lower order. And when when bowlers don't quite know how to bowl, the ball is a little bit softer, and you can take advantage of it. Okay, Alvaro, we're going to have to leave it there because of time. But thanks for your insight, and uh, it's always wonderful talking to you. Always a pleasure. Thanks, uh, Malvira Peterson, uh, speaking to us about uh, the pro tiers and what happened in that first test against the West Indies. The second test starts on Friday, so they've got a couple of days off there to regroup. And uh, let's see what's going to happen as far as team news is concerned. Alvira says Temba might have to come back, so maybe Calvarena will be the one that misses out because he was brought in late as a specialist batsman there. But let's see what happens. I don't expect them to make too many changes, especially because they are playing on the same cricket ground, the Darren Semi cricket ground.